Hey, Ravine Rats. I am Kevin. She is Amanda. And this is the Ravine Report, a Dodgers lowdown podcast. Mm, just like mom used to make. Uh, also with us is producer Jason. Hello. Also how mom used to make. Uh, please subscribe. Leave a review of the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And send us your questions at ravinereportpod at gmail.com or via Twitter. I am at Kev is your friend. And I am at Amanda R. Tubbs. Yes, you are. I and, am. And we're at, at Ravine Report Pod. We are at Ravine Report Pod. Yes. yes. So go follow all of those. Um, hello. Hi. I'm, I'm distracted <laughs> because the kitten is climbing on top of Jason's backpack, and there it goes. So, yeah, anybody who isn't, who isn't following Amanda on Twitter, one, you should, and two, uh, she is fostering. I'm fostering a kitten. uh, kitten's. Uh, well, I'm, t- I'm fostering Kevin's. Kitty Mama's baby. Mm-hmm. My so, Kitty Mama. Yeah, your Kitty Mama. <laughs> so, Kevin, do you want to you want to tell the story? Nope. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, <laughs> it is uh, basically we found a cat wandering our apartment complex back in I want to say late March, something like that, maybe mid March. Uh, she was pregnant and was clearly like hungry and meowing and all that fun stuff. Um, and the apartment does not allow pets on right. the premises. So it was clear someone had like found out she was pregnant and just dropped her off because she was not an outside cat. So took her in, you know, took her to the vet and all that stuff and like feeding her and everything. She had two babies. We adopted one out. But this little guy, uh, I'm looking at Jason, but I meant to look at the, uh, the cat. Uh, this little guy still needs a home, uh, which I think applies to both. Right, Jason? Is that Jason, yeah. Yeah. in truth, don't we all need a home? We all we need, need a, home. a home. Yeah. I'm actually in the process of opening up my home to a... I, I'm basically doing the same thing you're doing, oh. except with a human being. Oh, okay. Oh, you're, fos- <laughs> you're fostering a person? Yeah, I'm fostering one of my best friends from Utah. So oh, there you go. Spending, spending the day just like trying to prep my place for uh, having... <laughs> another human of occupying it well, well if you need rex ex- on litter yeah well yeah. from my experience uh one thing you want to make sure you do is make sure you don't have anything that you really care about on flat surfaces within <laughs> reach of them yeah because they will knock it off or hide it uh um, it's true yeah 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 he's prone to doing that actually. yeah hide your magic it. underwear because <laughs> oh you don't want him getting a hold of that no no, no. Yeah, just... you can teleport anywhere with magic with the mormon <laughs> magic underwear right that's how that's that works true, yeah. it's Amazing. like dorothy's shoes <laughs> <laughs> There's no place like Salt Lake City. There's no place like Salt Lake City. Um, yeah, so yeah. the little the little boo over there uh, yeah. who is gnawing on something at the moment as we speak uh, is now staying with uh, the venerable Kit, the dog, and uh, and Amanda in yeah. Amanda's swanky apartment. Yeah, no, I I now currently so we have we have this kitten who is adorable and a little menace. I didn't tell this story. I'm going to tell the story now because I've decided that the opening part is the part where I tell stories yeah, that are long and winding. This is your Garrison Keillor moment. This so is. I'd say go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Think of a small town, Beverly Hills. Um, so anyway, so I get, I get Rookie home, bring him home. Uh, he immediately does not take a liking to Kit. Mm. Kit is very wounded, runs into his crate, very sad and hurt. Um and I felt super guilty, just like the worst dog parent ever, because like I had brought this dog, ho- this cat home. The dog is so excited and then so insulted and sad, <laughs> just super neglect, like dejected. And the cat keeps hissing at him. So I'm like, OK, kid, come on. We're going to go for a walk. Take the dog for a walk. Figure I'll give the cat some time to settle in. Come back upstairs. And I walk in the door and on my sofa is uh, one gold hoop earring. And oh. I'm like. Oh, that's annoying. He must have gotten my gold hoop. He got my earring. And I go to put it in the place I normally keep or used to keep all of my jewelry, <laughs> like all my earrings and stuff, which was like a coaster on 
a low bookshelf, very easy, easily accessible, but not accessible to a dog because he's a dog. Of course. Um, so I go and I go to put the earring back and uh, I realize that the other earring is missing as well. Oh, no. So I'm like, cool. Now I have to find this, this damn earring. Um, Was this a Gretchen Wiener story where like... She got a couple. She got gold hoops from her dad, like really fancy ones for Hanukkah, and she can't wear them because I mean, Regina George says no. Basically, yeah, it's, it's actually you're not far off there. Um, so I do. I work in in jewelry retail, and it, um, I got them at my old job, but I'm not allowed to wear non brand like non my brand products. Oh. So any of my jewelry from my old from I used to be at Tiffany and any of my Tiffany jewelry I can't wear anymore because of the fact that I'm now at another luxury brand and so I can't. So yes, it's actually not far off except Gretchen wow. Wiener is um well I am Gretchen Wiener but Regina yeah. George is um, <laughs> anyway so these gold hoops so I'm like fuck this earring is missing now that's annoying so and go hunt for it find it on underneath my bed stand back up victorious go to put it back on the coaster and the first hoop earring is missing again oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it has been a week i still have not found oh it. no oh I don't, my god he was just like oh oh you think this is a game do you <laughs> well we can play a game amanda oh and like, it's the cat full-on saw he would did. you like to play a game <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know where it went. And like the first question that I've told the story a couple people, the first question they ask is like, did the cat eat it? Which would is not physically possible. No. Um, don't think I didn't have a brief moment of considering it, but then I was like, wait, <laughs> look at the relative size. This cat is I mean, just a little bigger than my hand. I yeah. Mean, that's not happening. Um, do I think that the cat hawked it on the street? Possibly. <laughs> I think that's definitely the answer. Yeah. So, I did forget to warn you about that cat's meth habit. Oh so, my god. Yeah. yeah no, this, my bad. Seriously. So, yeah. So um, I have had to I like I then spent the next 20 minutes very quickly. Like he, I would find something, put it away. He would knock something else off. I'd be like, that needs to go away, too. Cool. <laughs> and so like I cat proofed my house in about 20 minutes, panicked as I realized that like, oh, no, everything in my apartment is not cat friendly. Yeah. Well, you're pretty short, so you need stuff not super high. That's up. the thing. So, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. everything in this apartment needs to be like at Amanda Heights and most yeah things that means that's cat height that's like four and a half feet so yeah that's, not, that's yeah, it yeah <laughs> i mean i the first the first time we recorded a podcast i did make you guys change light bulbs in my apartment that's a good point yeah because is... i was too short to reach anything and i just been <laughs> sitting in the dark for months that's a true story yeah that 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 sounds like an exaggeration it's really not uh, I it's had, not no you changed two light bulbs there's a third that's still out that i just didn't have an extra light bulb for to be fair, these are high ceilings. To be fair, I should own a stepladder that's tall uh, enough that to reach too, the ceiling. Actually. I've lived here for 12 years. That's a good point. Yeah. Fair why enough. Why would you do that? Why? why no. <laughs> no. No. It doesn't make sense. I, the, the short one fits really nicely in my bathroom, and I can just force people, like, make friends with tall enough guys to make them change light bulbs. That's fair. Yeah. That's a, that's a good strategy. That's right? why we're friends. Okay. That, that's why we're doing this podcast. That's the only reason you're the producer, fan. Jason. <laughs> the quality of the show is horrible, but you're tall and you can but reach it. But I can it. change light bulbs. Yeah. That makes sense on today's show uh barstool sports is garbage it is yep. uh news from around the league uh we're gonna give some news some fun stories that have happened around the league recently uh amanda and jason are going to guess the will of the people uh but first dodgers week in review how did the dodgers do this week amanda oh my gosh well we went four and two against the diamondbacks and the giants yeah not too bad not too bad uh would have liked to have seen a stronger performance against the hated giants true um yeah. 
but we were working against something, which is that we had had a hex yes. put upon us. Yes, yes, we did. Uh, that goddamn Bob Nightingale tweet, uh, which... I mean, I'm sure everybody saw it, but essentially it said, congratulations to the Dodgers on winning their seventh consecutive NLS title. They beat the D-backs 9-0, increasing their lead to a season-high 10.5 games. They are 43-19 and and on pace to win a National League record 112 games. Game one of the World Series is scheduled October 22nd. So here's the thing. Bob Nightingale, for those of you that don't know him, is a nationally syndicated columnist with USA Today. He's a sports columnist. Um, He's a guy that I've actually spoken to multiple times because on my old podcast, we had him on a few times. And I'm sad that he did us dirty like this because I coined the phrase Bob Bomb in (laughs) response to him breaking the news of Manny Machado coming to the Dodgers last year, like a month in advance when we had him on the show. So very disappointed that Bob would, would do this to us. I mean, this is this is clear jinxing yeah. with a purpose to jinx, right? Oh, no, that was like that was an unnecessary. As a Dodgers witch, I mean, that was the level <laughs> of you know, um, I, McKenna, who are really a, one of our our youngest and brightest of Dodger fans, mm-hmm. had come up with the idea that um, we have too much hu- when we have too much hubris, the baseball gods and ba- baseball Satan, more importantly, mm-hmm. is displeased mm-hmm. with hubris. Oh, that's fair. And yeah. I can't imagine a more hubristic statement than declaring <laughs> the first game. Of the World Series. Like, they don't even actually announce the first game of the World Series yeah. on MLB. That's no. like, they don't tell you when that is. So it was helpful because I do like to know theoretically. Because, <laughs> regardless of what year it is, I always take, like, regardless of how good the team is, except for last year, but I always try and take the World Series as much of it request vacation time. Of course. Just to be safe. Yeah. Um, it's the high holy days for you. Basically, yeah. yeah. And so October 22nd, I was like, that is helpful. I didn't know, I knew it would be sometime in the last week of October. Yeah. However, fuck fucking hell dude <laughs> that is not necessary like, it's, yeah i mean to say on track to win 112 games which is almost an obscene number yeah i think that what is it the most ever was the mariners in 01 and that was like 116 games yeah so that's 112 is highly unattainable plus which, the dodgers franchise has never done that right i mean and that was the thing was that even looking at the one uh, the 2017 team there was a conversation that was happening about will they get will they break the mariners record mm-hmm. And then what happened? We had August. Yeah. And August, we couldn't win a game if we were standing on the street covered in peanut butter, which is the known way to win a game. That's the way that baseball players win the game. Yeah. Yes. You win games by standing on. That's also how you get a dick. Um, <laughs> is that, is that you, how it works? Yeah. You couldn't get, a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get a dick if you're standing on the street covered in peanut butter. That's not a phrase everyone uses. No, I, I guess not. But yeah, I mean, I guess I would be wildly attracted to a woman standing in, on the if street you're in If you're staying naked butter. on the street covered in peanut butter, yeah. who isn't going to go for that? No, that's, See, I'm allergic to peanuts, so that's probably why I haven't been getting much dick. Oh, oh that's, yeah, fair. That's, that's fair. See, yeah. I ejaculate jelly, so that's like a perfect <laughs> match for me. Um, so it just it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Sorry, I do it over there, Jason. You, uh, you good? Yep, I'm good. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I like that joke a lot. Uh, anyways, Amanda, you were talking about uh, uh, peanut processing. Butter. <laughs> uh, processing. <laughs> you did okay. it. You did it, Kevin. You did it. Oh god. You're welcome. I just I broke immediately both of you. it was just oh, it wasn't a mental image I wanted. <laughs> and it was a mental image that I'll never un un, un- image. With a name like Smuckers. It's gotta be good. <laughs> 
anyways, I went ahead and tried to do some uh, some damage control on this. Uh-huh. So I I retweeted and subtweeted uh, Bob Nightingale, and I said congrats to, congratulations to the Rockies for breaking the Dodgers streak of six uh, straight NL West titles. The Azul have lost two in a row, which will quickly spiral out of control, resulting in a thirty game losing streak and missing the playoffs. The offseason begins September thirtieth, and lo and behold. What happened the very next day? Seven to two victory. We did. We did win. So you, what we're learning is that yes, you have the you're the antidote. Yes. The, the just to Bob Nightingale. Just to Bob literally Nightingale. nothing else. You're. Would, would would we say that you're Bob Dayingale? <sighs> God damn it! God oh, yeah. damn it! <laughs> Jason did like that one a lot, though. I too. did. I did. I really did. <laughs> Jason drinking his cucumber melon, <laughs> Bath yeah. and Body Works drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just lotion <laughs> <laughs> yeah jason came in here with a a gallon of cucumber and melon juice yeah which was no joke yeah a no, gallon she's not exaggerating it was, it was actually that and it and <laughs> it was nice because it took us all back to the days when like men were men and women wore ba- bed bath and body works <laughs> lotions that's true i i was talking about the fact that in high school in the late 90s i just was automatically attracted to any woman and Cucumber melon, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. I, I just when I go to the grocery store, I my head's on a swivel in the store. I I don't have tunnel vision. I'm just looking at everything, and so right. I'll walk out of there with the most obscure drinks or snacks I can find, and it's it's a happy life. I like uh, that. Yeah, no, that's delightful. You're living your best life. I'm, just I smell love it. It. I'm doing my best. <laughs> just gonna smell it. Oh can my we God. say? Can can that, we? Uh, that no, that really does. Can you pull her? I'm just gonna smell it. Quote just so we could use that as a drop later yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we I haven't used that, your though. "I eat ass" drop. That's true. So can that's you pull unfair. that one as well, Jason? Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, so, in addition to uh, I, I, speaking of Twitter, in addition to Bob Nightingale's bullshit tweets, which yeah, like just unnecessary, <sighs> absolutely ridiculous. Um, the long forgotten Aubrey Huff, uh, who is still living off of his playing days from however long ago. Yeah. Uh, went ahead and was like essentially challenging Max Muncie, who hit a towering home run off of uh, Mad Bum uh, today, actually, or, or I'm sorry, in the, the Sunday game, the finale of the Dodgers-Giants series. Hit it into McCovey Cove, uh, absolutely launched it, oh, and God, pimped I mean... it a little bit, as he should, and Mad Bum got pissed. Shocker. I know. Well, you you had a theory on this, right? That there, you were shocked that he got mad. Uh, at yeah, Muncie. so I mean, like, uh, so after Puig left the team, I, I, I was like, which per like, and the team became, as I think we've all noticed, um, substantially whiter in the last few months. And I was like, who's what? Mad Bum gonna get mad at now? <laughs> From like, what Mad Bum does only gets mad at people who don't play the game the right way. Um, <laughs> I mean, Kike's last name is Hernandez. I so know, I know. <laughs> so I was, I was honestly expecting it to be either Kike or Verdugo. That I figured oh, that he yeah. and Doogie were gonna get into it yeah i can see that um but instead um little did i expect that in addition to being a and i say this satirically so i can't get sued this is absolutely a joke (laughs) i am no way suggesting that he is actually a racist i am suggesting that a persona who might be similar to madison bumgarner could possibly in a satirical (laughs) manner be a racist um translation madison bumgarner is a racist (laughs) Don't sue me. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, anyway, so I was shocked to find that he also has very strong anti-wolf sentiments. Mm-hmm. Because he was, for a man who doesn't like wolves, was barking. 
at Madbum. Or would at, we say uh, he at was, Max Muncy. Would we say he was howling at Max Muncy? Uh, he was howling at the moon. <laughs> he was so mad. Um, so yeah, no, it was, which was like a great and unexpected turn of events. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that of all the players, Max Muncy is deeply un- unobjectionable. Like yeah. even his bat drop, which is obnoxious as hell. Don't get me wrong. He pimps his home runs and I love him. As for he should. It. Yeah. But it's in a way that is just like so matter of fact that he hasn't taken a lot of heat for it. Yeah. Which is he's such a nice guy. Yeah. He's and just, he's a wolf. You can't be. I mean, that's like being mad at Kit when, you know, he jumps up because he's so excited and he jumps on you and gets yeah. fur. And you're like, well, that's just life. No, for sure. And Max wants well, gets fur on everybody. Max just Muncy deal with it. Max gets fur on everybody. He's such a good boy. He is a very good boy. Sometimes you know, I Max worry that talking about Max Muncy like this like crosses over into the furry fanfic territory. But then I'm yep. like, whatever, it's fine. Uh, ladies, if you're listening, any furry fanfic of Max Muncy, please, please feel not. free to share it. Do not. Send it to us. Uh, you can send it to us at Amanda R. Tubbs. That's with two Bs. Yep. Just just DM that shit. Okay. So, yeah, I do worry sometimes. I'm, like, <laughs> tweeting about Max Muncy running the bases and then going to, like, eat a bolt, like, that he gets extra treats. I'm like, what if this just crosses into, like, his tail is wagging? I'm into it. Right, territory. Uh, I like it. But, yeah, no, so Mad Bum. Fucking Mad Bum. But then Aubrey. So, I confuse celebrities all the time. Yes. And I consistently confuse uh, Aubrey O'Day, the pop stink singer from, uh, was she from, like, Daisy... Kane, Danity Kane, or she was her oh, pussycat God. doll. She's one of those. She was one who fucked uh, Donald Trump Jr. Um, oh, oh, yeah, I always horrible. confuse her with Aubrey Huff, but then you did. So then Aubrey Huff was then. I mean, to be fair, I think if given the chance, Aubrey Huff would also fuck Donald Trump Jr. So mm. it's better than Eric. I'm just saying. Oh, God. <laughs> Touche. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, is it though? No, uh, <laughs> I mean, aren't they, aren't they all just. Look, it's all bad. Like if you're if you're in that situation, regardless of which one, it's bad. But if you're already there, like eh. here's the problem. I think that Donald Trump Jr. You can get a, he exclusively fucks from behind in my head. <laughs> okay. Um, and so you can you don't have to look at him. That's I fair. think that um, Eric needs Eric, an embrace. Well, no, I not that <laughs> Eric <laughs> no, needs to look at I you with his Eric, lifeless dead eyes. Eric does it. Eric's like I don't know any other way. We, this is the way that you do it, and so he just gets on top. <laughs> I don't think he knows. And then the other he puts way. his dick in your belly button. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so uh, I, you have to keep looking at him. If, yeah. in, in Am a, I doing it? <laughs> you have to maintain, did you finish? Maintain eye contact the whole, whole time. time. Oh. Uh, okay, we should go back to talking about that. That anyway. That so. Um, anyways, what we were saying is Aubrey Huff had sex with uh, Donald Trump Jr. and right. Eric Trump, <laughs> both from behind. Uh, so the Dodgers right now, after taking two of three from the Giants. <laughs> Do we want to finish talking about what happened with Mad Bum and... Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it, I guess. Uh, no, yeah. So, so uh, Mad Bum is, is a giant asshole. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he basically, like, started talking shit to Max Muncy as Muncy was rounding the bases after hitting the home run. Because Mad Bum cannot take anybody hitting a home run off of him, apparently. No. Um, Which is too bad, because he gives up a lot these days. <laughs> he really You'd does. You'd think he'd be really used to it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That'd be like me getting really pissed off every time I had to go pee. Like, <laughs> it happens enough, Kevin. Don't get so mad about it. Um you know, but uh, uh, yeah, Aubrey Huff came to his defense and some bullshit about 
Mad Bum being country strong and the strongest dude I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, that he'd end a guy's career. He'll end a guy's career. That's why nobody charges the mound. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure we've seen Puig charge the mound and Mad Bum going back into a weird karate kid (laughs) uh, crane's pose. Uh, You know, I'm I'm pretty sure Puig would have handed his ass to him. Uh, same with Muncie. Uh, Muncie, he's a goddamn wolf. Yeah, I mean, well, never mind that. Yes, Madbum is a tall dude, but Max Muncie in a in a battle of brawn, Max Muncie is barrel chested as yeah. fuck. Like Max Muncie, Max Muncie looks like the guy that just take just drops a dude in one go. Yeah, just from sheer like he's the guy who accidentally swings and knocks you the hell out. Yeah, when he's, when he's roughhousing with his boys. Yeah, That's, exactly. Yeah, no, it was delusional. But Madbum is Madbum is the the ultimate hold me back, bro, kind of guy. Oh yeah. And Aubrey Huff is absolutely his buddy behind me. Like you don't want to fuck with him, man. He's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> you don't want to fuck with him like that. That is who he is. Absolutely. And that is ultimate. I mean, given that Madbum has a point three war right now. <laughs> I just I don't think anyone's in a position to be talking about ending careers unless it's talking about ending careers by being traded to the Marlins. <laughs> oh God, please get traded to the Marlins. Oh, I would, that would love be that. Amazing. It's not going to happen. He's no. going to end up on the Yankees, but I would love yeah, it for if sure. he wound up like with the Marlins and that's who he has to play with. Oh, yeah, you know, and something I've just noticed before we move on to uh, the Dodgers having the best record in baseball, mm, which I never get which, tired of saying. Yeah. Um, it feels like the Giants kind of cultivate for being like in a pretty progressive city, they cultivate a real toxically broish, douchey culture yeah. among their players. Like real racisty, douchey, toxic dudes coming yeah. out of San Francisco's uh, farm system there. It's really surprising, especially given that, I mean, by all accounts, I've heard nothing but positive things about Bochi, as much as I don't like him. Mm, yeah. Like I've heard good things about him, but he does seem a little bit like the rubber dirt in it kind of guy. So maybe yeah. that's what it is. Um, Could be. I always think that he looks like um, whatever, like the the bad guy coach from every kids movie ever. Uh, <laughs> Whoever played the against with the, the bad news bears hair from uh, <laughs> uh, Mighty Ducks too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, he's he's um, he's the he's the bad guy coach in every single sports movie, and he just has that vibe. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, like he could have been the bad. He could have been what's his name from Little Giants. Like he's everybody. <laughs> um, but. He, yeah, he, I, I'm always surprised, consistently surprised by that. I don't see, you don't see any of them ever seem to really enjoy each other. Any of the players seem to really no. like, like they have each other's backs, but they don't, you don't get the vibe that they like each other. Do no, you? no, no. Well, I mean, you don't get the vibe that anybody in San Francisco on the team likes playing baseball. To mm. be honest with you, yeah. they all just seem miserable and unhappy. I mean, granted, if I had to wear black and orange all the goddamn time, I'd probably be miserable too. But even so, like, good lord, yeah. those are just—it's just a miserable team and a miserable city. Yeah. Um, but you know what they don't have? What don't they have? The best record in baseball. Bam! Drop the mic, but not really, Jason. I won't drop these mics. I know they're expensive. <laughs> um, so the Dodgers are forty-five and twenty-one, uh, and so there's some. I've been asked this question a couple times. Do I see similarities to 2017 or the 2018 teams? Are you seeing similarities with these teams? Who who would ever compare them to the 2018 team? Right. Like what? No. That I heard some guys again on Dodger Talk was like, don't you know, thinking of the, like how similar they are. Like you know, you saw this with 2017 or the 2018 team. I was I like, didn't see it with 2018. No one. But the 2018 <laughs> team. That was the one year in. The six years I've been working retail that I didn't request vacation time during the World Series. So I was oh. like, there is no chance we're making it 
that was my stance <laughs> in 2018. I was like, this group of goobers, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like we couldn't, we couldn't get a, we couldn't get a win if we were standing on the street covered in peanut butter. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> but yeah, no. This... By the way, Jason, remind me to name this episode "Standing on the Street Covered in Peanut Butter." Excellent. Thank you. Um, but yeah, <laughs> or I... I ejaculate jelly. One of those two. Oh God. Go ahead, Amanda. <laughs> Damn it! It's back. The image is back. Um. But yeah, no, nowhere near the 2018 team. The 2017 team, yes, because the one thing that I see in, like, not because of our amazing ability to win, mm-hmm. like, not the fact that we're just plowing through teams, uh-huh. um, but the fact that no game is over. Yeah. And that's, as we learned from when you left a game early. <laughs> that is true. This is a don't leave a game early team. But that but traffic, being said, though. well, I know. <laughs> we've, we've covered this. That's old topic at this point. <laughs> that being said, the one difference between this team and that team that I'm seeing that's really been fun this year, although maybe not as much fun for Joe Davis, mm-hmm. we're not getting into situations where we're getting those come from behind wins. We aren't. Uh, we're not. We're not getting those Donald Trump Jr. wins. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's good callback. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you get on the FBI watch list, Amanda? <laughs> well, sure, was that a callback or a comeback? <laughs> oh, well done, yeah. well done. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, we're not getting those kinds of. We aren't getting those games where, like, at the last minute, we're suddenly stringing it together. Yeah, um, yeah. we're not going to extras. We're not having ninth inning walk offs. Which the 2017 team, it felt like we had a lot of those early on. It seemed like every other game yeah, was, was a, a walk very, off or a come from behind. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. a very intense situation in that way. And we're not, we're just like, I mean, it's like we're plowing through a bunch of minor league teams sometimes. It's really, yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, yeah. which is interesting because four of the teams in the NL West are mm-hmm. all above 500. Yeah. They're all over 500. And the one team, take a guess, uh, that isn't, it would be the uh, San Francisco Giants. Hmm. Because they're way below 500. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I understand that they are 74 games back at this point. Something like that. Yeah. I, I want to say it's around that. Um, it's interesting with this team. Like, I don't think they're... I see the same similarities to 2017 as you do. I don't see any similarities to 2018. But this team still feels better. They feel more complete. They feel more talented. Um, and just a deeper team overall yeah you know it's it's just it feels a little bit different than 2017 like 2017 was awesome yeah except when it wasn't um but this team just feels much different it's a better starting rotation yeah uh it's a better deeper lineup um we have mvp cody bellinger this time whereas last time he was good he was rookie of the year cody bellinger but mvp cody bellinger is much different um you know and it's it just feels like a different team the Scary thing for me with this team is just the bullpen, you yeah. know, and I'm I'm hoping at some point they decide to do something. Actually, speaking of, they only blew one game this week, which is pretty damn good. That's great for a six game uh, six game week. That's not too bad. Yeah. Um, and I did a poll. I did a Twitter poll that got about 500 votes. Yeah. Um, of who should the Dodgers trade for? Which which reliever would you want, or which pitcher would you want? So the winner was Brad Hand with 34, percent which you know. I mean, yes. Yeah. I also want a pony. Like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to Brad Hand, but he would cost a lot. For yeah. Sure. That's that's a hundred percent when it comes to like. There's a reason that we couldn't get Kluber in the exactly. um in the off season. Is it, uh, like that's just they were gonna they're gonna ask too much. The Indians are too close to contention. Yeah. 
they're going to ask too much. We're gonna we're not gonna just be able to get away with the DJ Peters. Yeah, although they're starting to fall off, and their yeah. guys aren't hitting, and they've got a lot of injuries, and they're starting to fall behind, way yes. behind the Twins. So they might. That's the idea. Is I think they might be in sell mode here soon, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. I think your choice was Sean Doolittle. It was came in second, twenty nine percent. Yeah. I partly because one I just genuinely enjoy him as a part like i just yeah that would be fun he's just a great guy it's a selfish thing um but then on top of that i do think like strategically the nats aren't going to demand as much as the indians yeah. are i think that he's a much more like yes hand would be amazing because hand would not just give us the bridge to kenley but hand would also ultimately take in certain times kenley's place it would yes. also mean the end of the reign of kenley which i feel I have very mixed feelings on but mm-hmm. it's probably for the best would you say kenley would hand off the rain. I hate you so much. Can we get a rim shot added into there? Yeah, thank you. Oh my god! Did you just did you just punchline your own joke? I did. Oh god. <laughs> but I agree with you. I yeah. think I think of all of those. I think my top choice would probably would well my your second realistic choice. choice would be Doolittle. Like we all want to we all want to date Chris Pine. Some of us have to settle for Chris Evans. That's fair. Yeah. I mix those two. Chris Pine is the is is eyebrows. Yeah, he's the one who used to date Olivia Munn. James T. Kirk. Yeah. Oh, got Wonder it. Woman's okay. Wonder Woman. Uh, Steve Rogers. Wonder Woman. No, Peggy wait, Carter. No, Steve, I know yeah. Steve Rogers. Steve. Is, uh, Steve, uh, yeah, Steve. Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor. They they all have first name last name first yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and everybody's a Chris. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's all yeah. they're all very heavily interchangeable, but Chris Evans is America's ass. Yes. Um, yeah. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. But you're yeah. saying that people would be settling for evans some of us had to rather than you, so you think pine goes above evans in, in, the chris, in my in ranking the in the wow. ranking of chris's interesting i feel like chris pine is the thinking woman's chris mm. there's something very like he'd sapiosexual throw on, he'd throw about on, him ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah he'd throw on he'd throw on like a shawl necked cardigan and then discuss mm. like a book that he had read recently, kind of vibe. Whereas Chris Evans is gonna like smash a beer can against his forehead, type guy. I mean, he's not not broy. And then on top of that, he's just like really. He'll be like, ah, oh, I read this great new book, and you'd be like, oh no, it's he finally read The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> like he's woke, but he's an excitable woke. Whereas Chris Pine is like, of course I was a feminist studies major. Like yeah, Fair. we already covered he's that. Like of course I read Roxanne Gay. Yeah. No, like there's just no that's that's not an excited he's not excited about it. That's mm. just part of his being. Whereas Chris yeah, Evans yeah. is like, look the new thing, like Mac McGorry, the way that he's always talking uh. about like exciting new feminism. <laughs> um, but Chris Evans would probably be better in bed though. Um so That's my thought. Pine's Pine's going for way more oral. Oh, good point. I really don't want to talk about because like I think most people have forgotten at this point that there were leaked things that came out a while ago of like Olivia. Oh. Olivia Munn had some like oh, leaked like yeah, yeah screenshotty oh, things. Oh god, I don't remember that at all. Uh, it, uh, but it was. Was mostly, there a picture was, of America's ass? No, it was that's Chris <laughs> Evans, not Chris. Oh, Pine. that's right, Chris but Evans. But the point is, is that there were some very dirty things that suggested that Chris Pine is quite fun in the sack. <laughs> is the point of this? Fair and I enough. just tucked Good that for away Pine. for like at the time for I didn't realize. Nights. <laughs> I, I just for if I ever needed to do a ranking of which Chris I would most like if they were all lined up and were like Amanda, you get to pick one of us. Chris I'd, Farley, obviously. Well, yeah. I'm not into Chris Rock. Or Chris Rock. I know. Nope. Go on Chris Pine. Chris. That's Chris Crocker. I just Ah. want to say Chris Isaac. I just just want to say poor Aaron Rodgers. Get it. Aaron Rodgers had to follow up Chris Pine, and apparently uh-huh. that's a that's a tough act to follow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he discounted double check. Work out. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where did this? 
Uh, we were talking oh. about pitchers that the Dodgers <laughs> should trade for. So um, the Dodgers should trade for Chris Pine if they could, but we might have to settle for Chris Evans, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. yeah. Well, that's I'm just saying that's what I did, and that's Doolittle why and then I had to break yeah. up with Chris Evans, and that's it was a callback to last week. Fair enough. Where I made up my own fiction about having dated Chris <laughs> Evans. It's not important, but yeah. My choice came in third, but oh. a close third. It was a close, surprisingly close third. Surprisingly close. The GOAT, yeah. Bartolo Colon, uh, 24%. Never mind that he's a starter. Never mind that he's like 60 and he's out of baseball. He is still the GOAT, and I would still sign him right now. Yeah. Uh, and then last, was surprisingly last, actually, because he's still very good, uh, Ken Giles, the former Astros closer. Um, no, no, no. He was, the, he was the guy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh yeah, that's uh, Giles. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, him, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was the old guy. Yeah, in uh, Buffy I get the that. Slayer. He's very old now. <sighs> that's so true. That's you don't he was already old pitching. in the '90s, wasn't he? Yeah, that's a good point. It's one of those always old guys. Yeah. Always old. Yeah, yeah like, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yes, yeah. exactly. Who yeah. has been eighty for the last exactly. forty years? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Max yeah. von Sydow, same way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or uh, the guy who played. Uh, Principal Strickland in Back to the Future. Yes. He was always like 70 years old. A lot of infinitely old guys in Back to the Future. A lot of infinitely old guys. I mean, Michael J. Fox, just always, always old. Is he? No. I feel like Michael J. Fox was once very young. He is oddly youthful, yes. Um, So, yes, uh, the the Dodgers do need some bullpen help, uh, which was the whole point of that poll uh, and this this wild conversation. So here's my question, ultimately, which we're not having the conversation about yet, but I do kind of, and maybe as I throw my pen, maybe it's something that we're not having a conversation about because there's just not as much, like, knowledge about what happens in the inner workings of it. But Mm -hmm. at what point do we start to question whether or not Mark Pryor is an effective bullpen coach? Yeah, that's a real good point because that was supposed to be like the big acquisition yeah. of the offseason for the Dodgers was bringing Mark Pryor. Yeah. And, and it like, hasn't been great. Although, I mean, it feels like these are the same bullpen issues that we've had for the last couple of years. But we've had Mark Pryor for several years now. I thought we just got him this no, past No, we had season. Pryor at least, I think we got him last year or maybe two years ago. It was at least 2018. Hmm. Um, and these are issues, ongoing issues. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if maybe the problem is Pryor. It because could be. yeah, like as great as Baez, Baez has improved. Yes, but other guys have regressed. Yeah, yeah. And if the point of acquiring a, a Joe Kelly is to be like, well, we're going to get him, take the raw material that can be very spotty, and then mm-hmm. refine it. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, you want to get better than you were the year prior. Yes, and maybe well it's prior. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, this show is just full of these today. <laughs> like someone specifically said in a review, which you should rate and review this podcast for, by the way. Please do. But someone specifically said in the review, like, the puns make me want to tear my skin off. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, good note, buddy. We'll keep doing those. Yeah. yeah. Homeboy's going to have a... I feel bad for his skin. Yeah, yeah he's you know going to look like a meth addict, basically. So Some dermatologist is going to be lucky Going to make a lot of money. <laughs> um, so uh, Will Smith, RIP, got sent back down for... Austin Barnes? Yeah. That doesn't... Is that a good idea? I don't think there's anything wrong with letting him cook a little bit more in the minors. Do you? Will Smith? Yeah, I mean, not Austin Barnes. You we had a whole segment anymore. about him, so it's kind of... Oh, yeah. yeah we, could, we, devote, we committed Ugh. to him, but... Will Dills. I mean... No. <laughs> that's... That's I mean that's the greatest name and it's just I don't know I'm so disappointed that we sent him back down. I get like letting him cook and marinate a little bit more in the minor leagues, but like Barnes is so useless. Like he's so useless. He's a he's still a good catcher. He's still good defensively. He's a good defensive catcher. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like that's kind of like saying that someone is spunky. That's what you say when somebody sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like got a lot of spirit. Eh, well, that means that they suck. Um, you know, 
Or uh, Barnes has a good personality, is what it is. He's, no, he doesn't. <laughs> I had a lot of hustle when I played. Yeah, baseball. exactly, <laughs> exactly. A lot of chutzpah. Yeah, right? exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I, so cojones. you're not a fan of this, then? You think we should have kept him up? <laughs> I yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I mean, honestly, Barnes was in Rancho Cucamonga with the Quakes. He's from Riverside. Homeboy can stay at home for a little bit if he wants to. Keep him there. Really? You're going to keep Austin Barnes in single A? Keep Austin. Let him be an all-star and or MVP in single A ball because he's just not cutting it in the majors. Wow. Yeah. That's brutal, dude. Uh, hey, I was for cutting Barnes this past offseason. So I'm just, I'm not a fan. I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy or whatever. I don't know him. But uh, he's just terrible. Like, he's just a wasted at bat. You know, it's it's one of those few guys in baseball history that you could be like, you know what, maybe we'll bat him ninth and the pitcher can uh, can bat eighth just because he's just so bad. He's such a crappy hitter. But, I mean, whatever, you know. Uh, just, yeah, you're super cool with him except for all of that. Detail. I'm super cool with him except for the fact that he sucks and <laughs> yeah. I hate him. So. I mean, I yeah, his average is 225, I guess. I, yeah. I mean, and that's he's pretty above high the, for, yeah. uh, for Austin Barnes. I mean, he's above the Mendoza line, so at least there's mm-hmm. that. Um, Look, I really love and care about you, but I can't stand the way you eat your food. I don't like how you smell, and your voice makes me want to freaking smash my face into a table. Exactly. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, thanks, but you're stuck with me because you're our producer. So. Touche. You're the one who smells like Old Spice today. No, it's I, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> he, well, he is on a horse, and he keeps telling us to look at him and look away. Um, and I look like a former NFL wide receiver. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, coming up. Uh, we have a quick road trip against the Halos, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim by way of Tustin, possibly Long Beach, uh, coming up, little two-game series. So we get to see Mike Trout, which would be fun. Uh, then we start an 11-game homestand with the Cubs for four. Uh, is this an NLCS preview? God, I hope not. Do you not want to see the Cubs again? I hate the Cubs. I just don't like them. <laughs> I don't like the Cubs. They annoy me. Um, Wait, does Sarah Weinstein listen to our podcast? Sorry, Sarah, but I hate the Cubs. You, <laughs> I feel like you know this about me, though. I don't think she listens to us. It's fine. That's fair. Um, uh, but yeah, no, not a not. I I don't I don't know. I mean, it it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be shocking if it is. Yeah, I, I still think the Cubs. I think the Cubs yeah. this year. Aside from Christian Yelich, are better than the, than Brewers. the Brewers. Yeah, I mean that's ultimately what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, you get your ass handed you by the Marlins. It's not a great look. I mean, and then you flex on them when you beat them one out of yeah. the three games. Flex on the last, probably the worst team in baseball history. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we dropped two or three against the Cubs in Chicago, so yeah. I'm hoping we could take three or four or sweep them. In that would LA. be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, if for no other reason than just. They, I mean, were they? That was the last time that we lost a series, right? Uh, it was the Cubs, I think. If that was after the, it was in April. Cardinals. Oh, maybe it was the Cardinals. I yeah. can't remember if it was the Cardinals or the Cubs. I think they were right around the same time. I could have done research. Could have. I was working today. That's well, my you excuse. were busy eating sushi when I got here. That is, so. I was kind of yeah. reading anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, most likely, yes, you are correct. This will be an NLCS preview. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, again, even losing two out of three in Chicago, I still like the Dodgers chances. I think we're a better team by far. Than, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. We're, we're a more, we're a more consistent team and we're a more mm-hmm. even keeled team. Um, better temperament. Yes. <laughs> better breeding stock. The Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, you know, as we've, the one thing that does give me hope is that we seem to lose to terrible teams. 
Yeah. Like, uh, case in point, that we lost, we barely beat the Giants today by, we had a one-run game. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, we couldn't get to Drew Pomerantz, who was not well, good. Cy Young, obviously. You know, yeah, Cy like... Young quality Drew Pomerantz. <laughs> um, Pomeranzian. I, actually, yeah. my phone autocorrected to Pomerania, which I was like, is that the kingdom of Pomeranians? That <laughs> yes. sounds adorable. Yeah, you know about that? Yeah. That's... Yeah, yeah I the, go there all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Kingdom of Pomerania. That's a store where they sell <laughs> Pomeranians with a real bitchy, angry little king. <laughs> oh, man. I, that like There's an animated movie here somewhere. Like, Absolutely. The, hey, uh, the search you for guys Pomerania. are screenwriters. Let's get this going. I can, I'll can. i do a voice. Like I'll do some voice <laughs> acting for that, but let's do this. Oh, what an adorable movie that would be. Mm. Hey, they're making mm. a goddamn baby shark TV show based off of the song. Uh, which you genius. can hear oh. here. Baby shark, I hate this fucking song. Baby shark, I hate this fucking song. But it's an earworm. Your rule will sometimes play the song at the game. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Well, speaking of uh, what I want to do to myself every time I hear that song, Mm. let's go to news from around the league because Uh our boy Mitch Hanniger, the outfielder, one of the outfielders for the Seattle Mariners, I almost called them the Marlins, uh, had an interesting injury. Mm. Uh, foul ball to the groin. And so, you know, generally athletes wear a cup or, you know, whatever it Unless happens Unless you're to be. Juan Uribe. Unless you're Juan Uribe and just cups just don't fit your giant dong. Yeah. Um, but he took a foul ball to the groin, which resulted in, initially they said, just a contusion. No, it was a ruptured testicle. It full on ruptured his balls. <laughs> Jason, are you okay? Jason's face. Jason just... I had that same reaction when I read it the first time. Oh, that yeah, that, like is, shivers down my entire that is, body. Yes. It's fascinating to watch this happen, mostly because like I, when I read it, I was like, oh, that's gross sounding. Like I yeah. had no reaction to it beyond like, man, oh. that sounds unpl- like you could rupture those. Yeah, like, I see, didn't think about that. Oh yeah, no, you guys are like you are going. This is the thing you think about. Yes. really, is it? Yeah, is that yeah. a thing you think about? Anytime... I never am like. Oh no, my breast could fly off and swing around the building. Well, that's because like, that's, that's not plausible. But I didn't know that rupturing a testicle was either. It totally is, and so that's anytime something happens that's like yeah. a little too hard on 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 the old boys, then all of a sudden you're yes. just like, oh no, no. Wait, yeah. real real quick, we'll get we'll get back to this. Did you just did, did you just bring out a, <laughs> with a ruptured testicle? You compared it to your breasts flying off of your body and <laughs> swinging around the building like Spider Man. Like that was your comparison. That was severed breasts, severed yes. breasts, <laughs> whatever, uh, whatever. That the is can. the worst possible. Uh, it's yeah, not it's like not... you said. Oh, I'm worried about someone punching me in the boob. You said your breasts would fly off of your body somehow, independent of Amanda Smith, and swing around the building. As if somehow that were like the same level of plausibility. <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly what happened. His balls fell off, ran around his body, and then threw himself off of a tall building and exploded on impact. And then donned a costume and started saving <laughs> New York City from various ne'er-do-wells. Well, when you put it that way, it sounds unreasonable. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Sweet zombie Jesus. Wow. wow. All right. I just, I just... 
I, I genuinely I'm, Amanda's I'm full on crying, crying right now. I'm laughing so hard. This is, I hope this is amusing to literally anyone else because this is the funniest conversation ever. I kind of wish we had been a uh, video because I just wanted to see. <laughs> no, that was very good. Amanda reaction. kind of uh, uh, just deteriorated uh, throughout But it's that. not yeah. helped because I keep looking over. Oh, at Rachel? At Rachel, who is also like, when I looked at her, when you guys are having this moment of like, yeah, rupturing testicles, I'm looking at Rachel and both like, that's not a, that's a thing? Like, that is both, a goddamn thing. We're both just like that's not a thing we have ever uh uh-uh, uh no I mean like I you know I had read once as a teenager in Cosmo that like you can break a dude's dick during sex and uh-huh. that terrified me but it mm-hmm. never never no one in sex ed when they separate the genders was like and ladies heads up that testes can rupture <laughs> well like, yeah, they yeah. should no seriously more women should know that we really yeah. should because I was problems. kicking the crap yeah. out of boys testicles in, in middle school yeah oh, that is one thing yeah. yeah well I mean Hopefully, you're not like riding him with the force of a 100 mile an hour fastball, um, yeah. or maybe you are. I don't know, mm. but uh, you know it, that would cause a ruptured testicle, yeah. but God. or a broken dick, or both, or a broken. Yeah, yeah, a ruptured testicle. So that sounds wildly unpleasant. I it's, guess I can't yeah. imagine it's fun. I've no. been no. I've been lucky enough that I've How never do you had that, that happen. Do you just get fixed you don't. that? It's. <laughs> Yeah, you just kind of yeah. re re uh, reinflate them, yeah. basically. Yeah. No, that's yeah. unfixable. Wait, yeah, they're, really? they're just yeah, air. Yeah, no, Our that's... testicles are just air. There's not really anything in them. So. No, if you rupture so he... a testicle, you're that's... he's just it's gone. I'm pretty sure. Could I be. I, I mean, think it's... there's any way to fix them. Uh, you can, I think. Really? Yeah. Again, Ugh. I'm not a testicle doctor anymore, yeah. but <laughs> I will say that I think that it's a a thing that can be done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've always yeah. thought it's uncurable. Or you just get a nudicle. Yeah, exactly. So like, I thought you, well, you thought become like, Lance Armstrong. You get like, yeah, yeah. You get like to put the little golf ball in there after yeah. that, right? Yeah, basically. Well, yeah. ping pong ball. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Rachel, did you get did you pick up melons on the way? Going to need those later. Um, Brett Gardner, uh, this is a real fun one, had a temper tantrum uh, after I believe he struck out. Uh, which led to him throwing his batting helmet at the wall, which subsequently popped back, hit him in his face, cut his lip, and required stitches. He gave himself a gash that required stitches, and I believe his mom sent him to bed without any dessert. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, yeah, temper tantrum from New York Yankee Brett Gardner. I mean, what's great about that is that there's also that wonderful um, hiff of Yasiel Puig throwing his helmet in anger, but he catches it like yes. the fucking ninja that Which he is. Awesome. is. <laughs> it's amazing. And then you have that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're not Yasiel Puig, maybe don't, don't throw, throw your, your uh, yeah. batting Just helmet. Do the, like, there's nothing wrong with taking your baseball bat and beating the shit out of the bullpen phone. Absolutely. A good standby. Yeah. Don't. Or the bullpen coach. Just yeah. take your pick. Yeah, either way, or just <laughs> Stanton's, like, calf. He won't notice. <laughs> like, what is that swift breeze down there? Just either way. It was, he's just like, what a deeply uncool moment for that dude to have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That is that is punching the wall, and all you do is break your hand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's, and it, it's made for an amazing gift, by the way. It, it, is it a good gift? A heath. A heath. Um, do you want to tell us about the last one? Yeah. So the last one, this is a great one because um, this is is from the Korean Baseball League. And uh, let's see. It is uh, the Lotte Giants and the Hanwha Eagles. <laughs> uh, Shinbon Ki. He t- is a shortstop for the Giants. And he uh, took a fly ball off the head. But it bounced off of his head and right into his teammate's glove. Oh, my God. It was... Incredible. 
It was yeah. amazing. Hold on. I'm just going to, I should have shown you this in advance, Jason, because I had like, as a sports fan, I enjoyed <laughs> it. As someone who does not watch baseball, it's truly magical because it's, it's just, awesome. if you haven't seen it, I will try to remember to post it on the pod account. Yeah. We tend to forget to post the stuff. We, we say always say we're going to post stuff and yeah. we don't, but that's, that's because uh, we're both deeply senile and we don't care that much. What? Oh, damn. <laughs> it's great, right? It's, oh, you just saw it. It's great, right? Holy shit. Yeah. That's like, that's. That is some baseball witchcraft. It's yeah. fantastic. I love how stunned the batter is. Like, yeah. he's, he's like, he's like, like kind of halfway to the yeah. base. Like, what? what? <laughs> Come on, guys. That's not how. That's exactly that's not how it works. Exactly. Yeah. No, the reaction from the bat from the base runner is so good because yeah, yeah. he is just like, are you fucking fucking kidding me? Exactly. Yeah. Base runner. That's the right term. No, but He's the batter. No longer the batter. But it's also he could be the batter. It's really good. And it reminded me of of Ravine Rat uh, Jose Canseco mm. uh, when he friend, played friend of the pod. Fr- sure, friend of the podcast. Why not? Uh, so Jose Canseco was. Uh, this was in the nineties. They put him in the outfield, which mm. he should never ever be playing. Um, he went up to catch a ball, and it was short of the short of the the wall. Mm-hmm. Hits him on the head because he's just wildly awkward. Hits him on the head, bounces over, and it's a home run. Wow. Yeah, mm. he he uh he gave up that home run. That was probably the greatest play I've ever seen aside from maybe Randy Johnson throwing a 100 mile an hour and fastball and ni- annihilating a bird, <laughs> which is I have seen that quite a few. That's times. a pretty good gif. Um, have, have you he, seen have you seen the there's a thread from a baseball a baseball writer who's like I have to tell you a story about how international baseball is and he went to Korea. Oh. And his cab driver, he's in the cab with his cab driver. And the cab driver doesn't speak in the his the guys the other guys that he was with who did speak Korean got out and it was just him and the cab driver and the cab driver is trying to make conversation and finally manages to be like what do you do and the guy says I write for baseball and he gets really excited he's like American baseball Randy Johnson and the guy's like what he's like Randy Johnson <laughs> and then he mimes <laughs> <laughs> and the writer's like yeah Randy Johnson oh my god <laughs> because that. Randy Johnson <laughs> annihilating a bird with a fastball transcends yeah. all language. Oh yeah, all yeah. languages, all cultures. Yeah, for sure. it's just it, it is what unites us all. Like that is what's going <laughs> when when the aliens land and we have to unite. Like there's not going to be a stirring speech about this is our independence. No, we're going to show him Randy, Randy Johnson. Killed a bird <laughs> with a fastball, and then we're all going to unite against the aliens. True. However, I think seagulls will likely join the alien. Oh, uh, mm, the aliens yeah. Most most uh, yeah. Uh, um, most birds are birds, yeah. not on our side for that. Oh, one. for God. sure. Yeah. What's the what's the the name for like all birds? Like the poultry. Most poultry would be joining. Yeah, is fowl? poultry fowl? fowl? I feel like poultry is specifically chicken, like right? chicken. chicken or turkey. Yeah, like horse horses or as equines. equines. Yeah, man, I can't think of the word yeah. for birds. Well, oh well. <laughs> most most been... avian creatures. Yeah, there we go. There you yeah, go. There we go. Yeah. Boom. We were just waiting for you to get it. It's not that I completely. Yeah. Blame. This has been science talk with yeah. uh, Jason. <laughs> Tune in each week as Jason tries to figure out science <laughs> with no help from either of his nope. co-hosts. No. With, with us just staring at you and smiling. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That uh, was good. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I guess we should go to break. Yeah, which that's probably means a good idea. After, we've covered a lot. We have. After the break, we will explore why Barstool Sports is a garbage organization that has no place in civilized society. Are you looking to get your product or service in front of thousands of amazing Dodger fans on a weekly basis? Well, you're in luck because the Ravine Report reports, not the Ravine Report, 
The Ravine Report has sponsorship spots available. I can't talk. Get your message in front of the best fans in all of baseball while also supporting Amanda's Fabergé egg habit. It's a win-win. Uh, just contact us at ravinereportpod at gmail.com and let's talk. So Barstool is garbage. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a, for those of you that don't know, there's a, a sports website that's primarily Boston focused called Barstool Sports. And it's just a hub of reposts. Yeah, reposts. Yeah. Without credit. With no credit to people. Yeah, they steal shit. It's like real toxic, bro-ish, douchey, uh, misogynistic culture. It's, it's, I mean, it, and it's genuinely really bad. So they're in the news uh, currently because of some targeted harassment of uh, Marisa Ngemi, who is a Boston Herald hockey reporter. Uh, she tweeted to the Boston Bruins, uh, who, game two of the Stanley Cup Finals, they did a... a promotional thing yeah the rally towel which had barstool sports was sponsored by them and she said maybe the bruins shouldn't be partnering with an organization who have a long history of pretty disgusting behavior um you know which makes a lot of sense you know especially with hockey's uh uh, the nhl's big hockey is for everyone uh inclusion campaign uh with a lot of the shit that they've been saying and it's it's not just focused against women it's also pretty homophobic Mm -hmm. and there's a lot that they've gone through well Responses from their army of bros have included uh, lose some weight, fatty. Uh, women commenting on sports should be banned. Uh, someone said, your lisp and nails on a chalkboard voice scares off all members of the opposite sex, including the deaf ones, which I, that's not really as sick of a burn as you would you would be hoping. It's not really that great. Um, and the Boston Bruins responded via email saying, we will not be commenting on this activation. After... The reporter, Marissa Ingemi, uh, sent all the tweets that she was getting, mm-hmm. all the hate mail, the DMs, um, with like a real long, really well-written explanation of why this was a bad idea. That was their response. Yeah. Mm. It's uh, – so when you – when we kind of talked about doing this earlier, I genuinely – somehow have been very lucky in the sense that no one that I follow really, like I've lived pretty obliviously to Barstool. I know I've heard of their reputation. Yeah. Um, but I have not particularly learned about them beyond. I was like, is that some sort of, like it's a douchebag site. It feels yeah. like a little Tucker Maxi. Like, very Tucker Maxi. Yeah. Like it, yeah. I was like, is this the chive? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and so I just like lived in this beautiful sort of world where I didn't, I was completely, ignorant to uh really what they were and then i started reading today and Uh doing some deep diving oh that's never a good idea that's not even deep diving this was like this was kiddie pool waiting let's be real (laughs) for some of us that's deep diving amanda i I had a 30 minute lunch today (laughs) and 25 of those minutes were spent researching this that was a lot of research i know i know i had to read it was horrible um (laughs) but what like my uh I had a hole, but now the cat's running. Yeah, cat was very distracting. Cat was very distracting. Um, but like, one, fuck them. Um, yes. <laughs> two, what pisses like it's almost in the same way that all the other like alt right, shitty, ironic, misogyny thing that has become popular in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. What? gets me more than anything what pisses me off more than anything 
is how often the joke is so fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. Seriously. <laughs> like, That's what I was talking about with that stupid ass tweet. That's yeah. such a weak, lazy, like, a, like, lazy, like, oh, like, oh yeah. like you and I were talking about if they like if they came after us, the lame shit that they would like, mm-hmm. yeah, they call me a fat whore. And mm-hmm. it's like, well. That's lame. Yeah, be original, please. Well, yeah. I mean, don't. It'll hurt my feelings. But, like, I still... <laughs> but there is... It's just not... There's a complete first joke is what they go with every time. Yeah. yeah. Which is so lazy and uninteresting. And it's, like, a step up from dudes who think that, you know, female body inspector t-shirts are the height of humor. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Like, in the 90s, that was fucking funny to these Wait, same idiots. Wait, is that not what FBI stands that for? Is not Have I been F- getting it wrong no. this whole time? I wonder why they wanted him to go after Trump. I don't get <laughs> this. They can't get after a female yeah, he's, body. He's a yeah. male, right? Wouldn't that be the MBI? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like this lazy... It's shitty. It's stupid that the Bruins did it. Um, yeah. Like... Every time, you know, the ESPN attempted partnership was a couple of years ago now. And it's just at at what point do corporations not realize that it's just never gonna it's the barstool barstool rally towels weren't going to get dudes to come out because most yeah. of those guys can't leave their mom's basement anyway no. because they owe her money. <laughs> so they can't afford a ticket. That's true. But yeah, none of those dudes can afford tickets to the goddamn Stanley Cup finals. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, it's not. Why is that what you're going with, for starters? Yeah. Like, if it were some random fucking thing, fine. But really, you're going with a barstool sponsorship? That's your best bet here? Yeah. Um, like, that was just, you know, we... It's ha- Boston. Go with Dunkin' Donuts. There Isn't you that, go. Like, the like, big I thing? Can't you can't believe, go wrong yeah. with Dunkin'. You can't yeah. Go, yeah. I just, I was surprised by the choice to begin with, mm-hmm. because there's just no win there for the NHL. The no. weird legitimizing of Barstool, like in every instance, yeah. has always been super weird. Like, yeah, yeah, that failed ESPN thing. They had yeah. a show for like 10 episodes or whatever before ESPN canceled it. got canceled it, like... for after one. Yeah. One, one episode. Shit. Yeah, because they went so hard after an ESPN reporter that they had to cancel it. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. My favorite thing that I did as I was reading about it was that um, the founder of the site, did you know like that they led a whole thing against SoulCycle? Oh, no, I didn't. This is my favorite thing ever. This is the kind of self-owned that, like, I guess in the sense that they won because of mob rule, but, like, what a fucking self-owned. The dude's girlfriend cheated on him with his, her spin instructor from SoulCycle. <laughs> and instead of taking it like a fucking man uh-huh. and being like, well... Maybe if I should she, spin class? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of being like, well, that's a shameful thing that happened in my life and moving on, uh-huh. he decided the best thing was to launch get his legion of of idiots to go after soul cycle oh my god and i was like that's like that's do you not see the cell phone in that one i guess like congratulations but also dude yeah what What that's like this dude kicked my ass let's talk shit to him yeah it is the madison you know what that's the fucking madison bumgarner yeah exactly of breakup moves right there i'm willing to bet money that madison bumgarner probably reads barstool sports oh 100 percent. sure he's gonna have a guest column on there at some point well some other uh fun stuff some other fun facts about barstool's douchebaggery um they used to have these things called blackout parties mm. where people would go and get wasted drunk and they would invite all these girls to show up. And it was they were frequently pro- protested by feminist groups because of the fact that men would literally be carrying passed out women to take them home and rape them, essentially. Um, those finally started getting shut down. Uh, in 2014, Jesus. the... 
owner and president of Barstool, uh, Dave Portnoy, who got cheated on by his girlfriend with a Soul Cycle guy. Um, he engaged in targeted harassment of Sam Ponder with the Daily Beast, who he referred to as a Bible-thumping freak whose primary job requirement was to make men hard. Granted, Sam Ponder is a woman. Um, he called her a slut various times over and over on the Barstool podcast that he was doing. Uh, Deadspin's Laura Wagner, who reported that story, was also the target of sexualized harassment. Portnoy asked her to roll over and let me pet your belly, Laura. Roll over in a blog post. And then more recently, Miel Bridau, I'm sure I am absolutely uh, butchering her name, and I apologize for that because I know she doesn't listen to the show anyways, mm-hmm. was the victim of cyberbullying after daring to call out Barstool for stealing jokes from her, which she had plenty oh, of yeah. uh, ammo for. Mm. Uh, not only did the company inundate her, but after she went public with the story, Barstool's followers flooded her mentions, as Ugh. is par for the course among fans of that bullshit site. Uh, as USA Today writer Himal Javeri says, Barstool thrives because organizations like the Bruins and many mainstream media sites allow it to. Kind of like what you were saying, Jason. Mm-hmm. By willfully partnering with Barstool and ignoring their past behavior, the Bruins are propping up a system of misogyny that harasses and terrorizes women. That's something that's hard to cheer for. That's something that's fucking impossible to cheer for because Barstool is a bunch of douchebags. Feel free to at me, Barstool people, if you're listening to this. Uh, come on at me. I'm happy to, uh, happy to take it from you. Just I- me. At Kev is your friend. I just, I just, I just, uh, here's my question. What would you guys do if, or not you guys, because you're exempt from this, Jason, because you don't really follow the Dodgers. But, um, he's more of a Salt Lake City bees. 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 Yeah. There you go. He's a big bees guy. Big bees guy. I Uh, did, I did work for a company that, uh, also owned the bees. And so I did go to a lot of bees games. (laughs) (laughs) Are they dying out or are they okay? They're okay. Okay. Good. I don't know. But uh, um, yeah, so my question is if the Dodgers did a because we've had a lot of conversations like you and I have had conversations about rooting for the team and root supporting people on the team mm-hmm. versus when we have issues with like their stances on things or yes. their actions show up to game two of the World Series. And it turns out that the Dodgers have done a rally towel like agreement with Barstool. Yeah, I'd immediately leave. Really? Yeah, honestly. I'd throw the towel away. I'd immediately leave. You, you bought tickets and everything? You'd leave? Yeah, yeah, I'd just leave because I don't want to sit there and support it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, and I would make it known to the yeah. Dodgers, too. Uh, I'd probably message Sujo or something and be like, hey, can you pass this message along? Yeah. And I'd, I'd end up writing them or something, too, because it's just not okay. It's yeah. it's not okay for any team to normalize that kind of behavior. No. It's 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 like over and over just seeing the the coverage that these assholes get like on you know the sports talk syndicate and stuff mm-hmm. like that they're always pulling in like random barstool dudes for you know for for interviews and stuff and and you know like just the fact that the, yeah they keep getting perpetuated and 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 like no one has any problem with even the bare minimum of like nothing they post or write is original yeah you know like let alone the fact that they continue to enable like awful behavior you'd think that at least the journalists in the world would be like oh they're stealing other people's work that's a thing that journalists like definitely aren't for regardless of whatever their stances are on like horribly misogynistic behavior yeah like at the very least as a journalist that's usually something that happens is that journalists will unify against people who are like you know stealing work of other journalists absolutely uh, or comedians or whoever but yeah I, I, I it's it's fucking crazy just seeing like the amount of like oh yeah whatever like it's it's just random crazy fans and you know but then the fact that like these the barstool dudes don't dismiss it they like no. encourage it yeah. oh yeah there's never even it's not even like a trump level of like oh you know i don't look at it that much you know like how trump like wouldn't disavow white supremacists oh, but yeah. also wasn't 
well, like saying anything about them, basically. Yeah. It's not even that. It's them like actively participating. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's 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 just crazy. They're whipping up their base of of psychopathic losers who are living in their mom's basements. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. There was actually so. Um, did you see that there was going to be on? Um, was it Inside Sports or HBO Real Sports mm. that they're going to be doing a, a piece on them? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, and it was with uh, Soldat O'Brien is the point oh, person. Oh, she's awesome. Yeah. It's going to okay, be good. great. Um, she rips them in. I hope so. Yeah. Because the one, the one risk that you run there is like by giving more coverage, you well, know, that's, it's the Trump problem. So that's the yeah, thing is that true. I read a really good piece on... Um, I don't, like on one on a site, I don't know which one it was, but mm-hmm. that basically said like Barstool Sportsnet knows exactly what they're doing yeah. by going and doing this because they're going to use the we're being attacked. We they're going to use us to rally yeah. their army of losers yeah. and then basically turn around and monetize it. That they'll turn Ugh. it into t-shirts. They'll turn it into shit because yeah. that's by building this rage culture. That feedback cycle is actually how they build their own base which is very similar to what we see again alt-right um the gop base things like that yeah for sure yeah well especially barstool's entire narrative is built around that type of thing like they're 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 they're, no fourth wall exists like or has ever existed in their stuff and so all the behind the scenes whatever you know like the things about the actual people producing their content is a large part of their content. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so it's like they, they would, yeah, of course, right away they'd be making t-shirts of, you know, like uh, with this journalist or whatever, like the fucking... Yeah, 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 absolutely. They, they, they. But know. it's a no-win scenario. Yeah, it's it's yeah. never a. Uh, there's never a chance to win that. At the very least, they can. I think at the very least, what that could accomplish, you know, having that special on on real sports is like that. It would sort of be a call to the other major outlets to stop bringing barstool people on yeah. you know like maybe that's the the sort of accomplishment is sure it gives them more coverage but it gives coverage in a way that the other outlets maybe can't ignore mm-hmm. uh, i mean that's the thing that needs to happen like you were saying both of you are saying that that we need major actual news outlets and actual sports news yeah. to stop legitimizing them but also athletes and yeah. people in sports to stop legitimizing them by going on their shows and by you know going on their podcast or letting them interview them like no you shouldn't be it should really just be a bunch of jackasses giving their stupid ass opinions yeah. on things and promoting their bro culture but like mm. we shouldn't be legitimizing it societally yeah. Yeah. you know i wonder how much of it is the athletes and how much of it is the publicists you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. How many publicists are out there just like, yeah, I'm going to book you on Barstool and yeah. book you on this place yeah. or that place. Publicists, whatever. though, I mean, th- I've worked with some of them before on things and they know. Yeah, they're yeah. going to they do attention. it regardless. Yeah, I mean, they know what they're, but they know what they're doing. Yeah. Like they're aware of things. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm they're not saying that they're, the other, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that they're unaware. But, I'm just saying yeah. that like, yeah, maybe it's the publicists that, that really need to stop like. Oh, sure. Yeah. Reaching out yeah. And booking yeah. That but stuff. I mean, like the counterpoint on that in terms is that like we also have seen that on the other side where the MLB, like. MLB, despite knowing that you know Trevor Bauer is oh, yeah. the human form of mm. Barstool, yeah, he gets they fucking highlight and profile him and do all sorts of extended extra uh, footage with him and mm-hmm. profiles of him, all those different things. And really, this year it feels like more so than ever work to highlight him. Yeah, um, and it's just it's all it's that it's awful bad. thing of there's no ethical cons- yeah. consumption in capitalism. Like it's all just it's a true. horrible yeah. Um, Late stage capitalism. Yeah. So I'm going to detour us for a second just because there's breaking news and I'm going to tell you this now. Apparently, David Ortiz was shot in the leg in the Dominican Republic. Oh, wow. um, In an attempted robbery. 
Holy wow. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So Get well soon, big poppy. Yeah, sorry. I'm like I was I like toward the end of it zoned out because I got the note I got like, a notification. Like, <laughs> wow. Fuck. Okay. Damn. Well yeah. he's big poppy. I'm sure he'll be fine. I Glad he so, only got yeah. shot in the leg. Well yeah, yeah they're saying like the la- it's it, it's reports are still but like either leg or lower back, left side, somewhere mm-hmm. on those on the left side. So hopefully um he's okay. But yeah, just yeah. that I just saw that and I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. Damn. Um, Oof. So it's rough. Barcelona well, Sports is garbage. Yes. Uh, hopefully, David Ortiz is, is going okay. to be okay. Because yeah. he is not garbage. No, yeah. no, we like him. All right. Well, let's move to one last note. This will be uh, a little bit more fun, hopefully, a little more mm-hmm. lighthearted than the, the heaviness of the second half of the show. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. We really we went from, from covered in peanut butter on the street, yeah. ruptured <laughs> testicles, way the fuck to the other end of that. Yes, we did. But you know what? It's all in good fun, except for the Barstool stuff because they suck. Yeah. Um, so we go to Lufkin, Texas. Don't know where that is. Uh, police who surrounded it's a house. It's near Reitkin. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, oh, it's Eastern Texas. Police who surrounded a house in Eastern Texas because they thought they had a burglary in process found a deer instead. The homeowner called Lufkin police early Thursday as she heard glass breaking. The woman hid in a closet and realized she had left her weapon in the kitchen. That's a good place for it. Yep. Officers were worried it could end up in the hands of the suspect or the <laughs> paws of the suspect. Oh, God. Uh, video posted on Facebook shows the officers entering the home yelling, police, let me see your hands. <laughs> police say as the frightened as the officers rounded a corner, they came face to face with one very frightened doe. An officer shouted, it's a deer. It's a deer. It's a deer. <laughs> The officers used chairs to shoo the deer out the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Texas, apparently. Oh, Man, my God. I can't believe I never heard of that happening where I grew up. There were deer all over the place where I grew up. And, oh, really? And, yeah, n- yeah. Never did any of them uh, try to rob someone's you? house. Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, because we they don't know. They tried to mug me. We yeah. don't know that me. that deer wasn't still breaking and entering. No, true. Uh, if I'm that yeah. deer, I would not be scared to see the police if I wasn't doing something wrong. Right, exactly. That's all like, I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, why would he have to hide? Yeah. Why was he running if he had nothing to hide? Exactly. Yeah. I like that they use, like, the, the officers were like, what do we use? We can't use, like... We can't shoot it. We can't shoot it. <laughs> Responsible which, choice, which if there's yeah. ever a time for them to unload their weapon, maybe... Maybe the deer is the time. Not that I'm like espousing <laughs> shooting guns at deer, but like if you're gonna do sh- unload your weapon, deer yeah. in the house, good option. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the more legal ways to discharge your firearms. Yeah. So, yeah. and there's no shortage of deer out there. That yeah. is true. I can tell you that. that is true, especially hoodlum deer like this no, breaking exactly, into people's yeah. houses and no, stealing shit. I mean, like, have none of them played Big Game Hunter? What is the <laughs> Also, chairs, nobody... I want video of the police officers using chairs <laughs> to scare off a deer. Like, were they Olé. making noises? Olé. Were they, were they like, waving them? Like, I want to watch this yeah. because I feel like, one, I'll send you the video. no dignity there. One yeah. from out a red uh, blanket that he was kind of like... Just waving. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, nobody's asking the question. This was a doe, mm. so this wasn't a stag. Did they have... Maybe her ex-husband's head on the wall. Oh, this is Texas. This could be, yeah, oh, this is like this could be revenge. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe we busted this case wide open. Like, I think oh, we wow. did. There's yeah. going to be another break-in in yeah. about like a week or two mm-hmm. at that same house. Like some weird threatening notes. Yeah. <laughs> just with a deer print. Yeah, a yeah. Print yeah on exactly. It. I mean, here's down. the thing. They they just shoot her away. They didn't check her. They didn't frisk yeah, they her didn't... to see if she had any weapons. Yeah. They didn't ask her intent. Oh. They just yeah. shoot her away. Wow. Do we not, know that, that it is was, not good uh, yeah. police work? No, this is they yeah. did no investigation they whatsoever. Oh, you know, this is a Judy Hopps sort of situation. Is a lot to say about Definitely. that. Definitely, I agree. <laughs> 
I like it. Yeah. Oh God. You know what? I like. Thank you. Because when I we were talking earlier, and I was like, please don't. I, I love all of your your breaking news ones, except for the ones that like blow my mind from how horrifying they are when yeah. they speak about our justice system. Yeah. True. And this one does, but in a lighthearted sort of way. <laughs> it's a lighthearted, mind blowing. Because of our if it has been, you know, a, a young black kid going home to his own house. <laughs> Yeah. It would I not think this be, would have been a much different story. It would have been a much darker story. Yeah. But a deer, yes. that's adorable. Ha, ha, yes. ha. They chased it out with chairs. <laughs> East Texas. Maybe that's what cops should start doing in every situation. Just start Pretending chasing it's people a deer. Out Just with chairs. chairs. Shoot people yeah, out yeah, with chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, that's probably, actually not mm-hmm. a bad idea. If a cop idea. is coming at you with a chair, you, like, you're probably... I would be confused. Yeah, well, you, yeah. you'd probably stop whatever you're doing. You'd be like... The fuck? I don't Isn't know. I think crazy? my I think my inner WWE comes out and I cho- go at him with a belt or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You get a table. <laughs> exactly. I get, I get a table. Yeah. It suddenly just opens up a weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> yeah. It's that always escalation. Yeah. You really have to exactly. worry about escalation. Yeah. Absolutely. It's okay, you guys. Well, if you get caught, you end up in a cage match. Officer Koharski. Can't see me. All right. Well, I guess that is our show for today, then. I think yeah. we should probably wrap this up because we've really run the gamut. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, so uh, Longest episode yet. Oh, God. it It's going to still be going on next week. Um, for breaking Dodgers news and information, remember to visit Dodgers Lowdown on Facebook. Uh, on Twitter, you can find them at Dodgers Lowdown. And on Instagram, at Dodgers underscore Lowdown. You can find me uh, at Amanda R. Tubbs on Twitter. You can find Kevin at Kev is your friend. You can send us your questions, uh, Max Muncy Furry Fanfic, yeah. to ravinereportpod at gmail.com. Or anything else you want us to see. Just, anything else. Just at me. Just at me. Oh. At Kev is your friend. And remember, if you want to Venmo <laughs> him money to give to me, at Kev is your friend. Also at Kev is your friend. For sponsorship inquiries, send us an email because we are happy to chat. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>